Welcome back, my anointed God-fearing podcast listeners. David here at Insightful Devotion. It's truly a blessing having you tune in today for an encouraging and uplifting word the Lord has given me to share with you all. And if you're wanting some more inspiration throughout the week, you can follow us on our social media platforms on Instagram at Insightful underscore Devotion, Twitter at Insightful Devo One, and you can follow us now on TikTok at Insightful underscore Devotion. Well, before we get into today's message, let us go before the Lord in prayer. Oh, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Father, you said that the earth and everything in it, the world and its inhabitants belong to you. Father, you said that you are our shepherd and we have what we need. So God, in the midst of the chaos and the fear that seems to spread in our everyday lives and this COVID-19 virus that seems to be running rampantly, I ask that you would show the world that you are still a God that redeems, that you are still the one and mighty true God, that you would let your will be done. And Father, we ask that you would put an end to this virus and anything associated with it. Lord, we praise you now and we say thank you for letting us therefore come boldly into the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. And your word in Psalms 68, 19 says, Praise be to the Lord, to God, our Savior, who daily bears our burdens. And God, I thank you for taking our burdens and that you are able to remove this burden of fear, sickness, COVID-19, death and everything else that concerns your children. So we bless your mighty name and know that you are in control. It's in Jesus name I pray and say thank you. Amen. Romans fifteen thirteen says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And the same power that gives us overflow of hope comes from the Holy Spirit that raised Christ from the dead and who is now seated at the right hand of God. How do we access this hope? How do we continue to hope and how do we spread hope to others? Well, I'm glad you asked. The way we access hope is by having a relationship with Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us that when we accept Christ, Romans 10, 9 through 13 says, If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So when we give our lives to Christ, we are a new creature. The new is here and the old is gone. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse 14 through 18 says, For Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all And therefore all died and he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view, though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. So we access this hope by giving our lives to Jesus Christ. 
And even though we may not be perfect and we still may make some wrong decisions and participate in things we know are wrong, such as judging people, sexual immorality, idolatry, unforgiveness, living ungodly lives in private and pretending to live holy in public. The point is, when we have access to Christ, we have a hope knowing that when we transform our minds by reading and meditating on his word day and night in order to stay in the will of God by acting in obedience. First John chapter one, verse nine says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So in Romans chapter six, verse one through four, it says, what shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning? so that grace may increase? By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized in Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. And Romans chapter six, verse 11 through 14, it says in the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its evil desires. Do not offer any part of yourself. I'm going to say that again. Do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and offer every part of yourself to him as an instrument of righteousness. For sin shall no longer be your master because you are not under the law, but under grace. So we must position our minds on Christ Jesus, who will order our steps, and we must continue to seek him wholeheartedly and understanding that in order for us to access the hope in Jesus Christ, we must do what Hebrews chapter 10 verse 35 through 36 says. So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. The next thing we must do in order to have hope is to continue to hope. Romans chapter 8 verse 28 says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. This means the things and people that are giving you trouble at the job, the bills that continue to pile up, the job loss, the pain of loved ones having to suffer from various illnesses, including COVID-19, uncertainty and panic regarding your future, trials and tribulations, and so much more. If you brought trouble on yourself because of your own act of disobedience and you're faced with your consequences or things just seem to be occurring at random in your life and are out of control and it causes frustration, you can be for certain because you are in Christ. He is in you. And the scripture in Romans chapter eight, verse 28 says all things that include your past, present and future situations and circumstances that will occur. So we can continue to hope in God because his word will not return into him void. And because we are in him. We can always hope knowing that he will lead and guide us and cause all things to work together for our good. 
Just as Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11 to 13 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And the final thing we must do to have hope is letting everyone know the uncompromising gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ by sharing it to others and allowing the word of God to give others hope and that it will overflow to people who are around them. Ephesians chapter two, verse 10 says, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse 20 through 21 says, we are therefore Christ ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Mark chapter 16, verse 15 through 18 says, he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. And when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people and they will get well. So let us take hold of this hope and access it in Christ and continue to be hopeful by receiving the promises that God has for us that gives us hope. And let us be bold and courageous and share this hope that will give life, joy, peace and love to those that will receive it. Matthew chapter 28, verse 19 through 20 says, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of age. Luke chapter nine, verse 23 through 26 says, then he said to them all, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their very self? Whoever is ashamed of me and my words, the son of man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his glory and in the glory of the father and of the holy angels. Let us pray. Dear God, I'm so glad that you have given us a hope that is eternal, that we can stand on your word and receive the promises that you have spoken and that we can speak life into other people and share with them the good news of Jesus Christ. Father, we ask right now that you would have your way within our lives and that we would walk and live by your Holy Spirit and continue to remain in you as you remain in us. Lord, I pray for those that feel hopeless and don't know where to turn and what to do. Lord, you said that you are a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. So I thank you for allowing people listening right now to realize that we can't add a single hour to our lives by worrying, but that we can be confident 
knowing that when we put our hope, faith and trust in you, we can be for certain that you hear your children and are attentive to them. And though it seems you may be far away, we know that you are closer than ever before because you love us and have placed your spirit on the inside of us to do great and mighty things in your name. So we bless you, we honor you, and adore you. It's in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray and say thank you. Amen. Well, I would like to extend an invitation to everyone that may not know Jesus to accept him as their Lord and Savior. And are those that may know Jesus and have turned away from him and need to rededicate their lives to Jesus Christ. As I previously said, Romans chapter 10, verse 9 through 10 says, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. I know for sure and can promise you this, that accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior is the best decision you will ever make. Just say, Jesus, I've sinned and I realize that you died for me so that I can have life in you more abundantly. I believe in my heart and confess it with my mouth that you raised from the dead with all power in your hands. In Jesus name, amen. And if you prayed that prayer, I believe that God has heard you and has forgiven you from all of your sins and you are made new in Christ Jesus. So continue to do your part by devoting yourselves in prayer, being watchful and thankful, as it says in Colossians chapter four, verse two, and getting a Bible based church that desires to worship God in spirit and truth. And in doing so, you will see the scripture, John chapter 15, verse four, come to pass. Remain in me as I remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. So to all of my anointed God fearing podcast listeners, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. And I pray God's best for you and your loved ones and the plans he has laid out before you. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. Amen. Remember to stay encouraged. Meditate on his word. And tune in next time as we dive deep in the Word of God. I'm David, and you've been listening to Insightful Devotion.